Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Frank Isola, Justin Tinsley, Harry Lyles Jr., Bill Blaschke. LeBron James. The greatest scorer ever. The GOAT, Cam Thomas. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yes, grab a seat, AD. We're talking LeBron James. Right. You're untouchable. My oh, buddy Harvey Arden from, from the New York Times is now calling him Cam Ree. Instead of Kyrie, it's Cam Ree. <laughs> I want to throw him a damn little bro. Not anymore. How you view LeBron James now that he has passed Kareem as the game's greatest scorer. 38,388. Bill Plasky, around the horn to you. First off, it was a great night in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. I think the fans were screaming for every shot. Denzel Washington. Bump this fist. He was so excited to come over to the press row. Bump fist. <laughs> the celebrities are all. It was a great night. And let's, let, let's end the debate now. LeBron's the GOAT. He's the greatest. And we're talking about Jordan. We know we're talking about Jordan. He's got more points, more assists, more rebounds, mm-hmm. more playoff game-winning buzzer beaters than Jordan. He surpasses Jordan in every category except championships. Yet LeBron, Jordan did it all with one coach and one system. LeBron's won championships with three different coaches, three different systems. Three different teams, four, three different teams. He's much more versatile. He's much more adaptable. LeBron is the greatest. He's the goat. Let's end the debate right now, Tony. Just end it right now. Okay. So last night cinches it for you, Frank Isola. I turn to you. Yeah. God bless Bill Plasky. Just glossing on. Yeah. Michael Jordan has more championships. He was six and zero in the finals, Bill. And no team <laughs> ever took three games off of him. And Bill Jackson hadn't won anything before Michael Jordan got there. LeBron James, for my money, is the second greatest player of all time. You want to make the case best all around? Because Bill's right about the scoring, the assist total, which is ridiculous, and the rebounds, the longevity, the greatness. Clearly, an all, once you're in the conversation with, LeBron, uh, with Michael Jordan, you made it. But for my money, maybe it's an age thing, it's still Michael Jordan. And a banned phrase for Mr. Isola, docking the point. Justin Tinsley. Uh, well, first and foremost, shout out to the Thunder who actually won the game. I, I, I do want to make sure I praise them. Uh, but okay. in terms of your question, <laughs> I tried to avoid this for so long. LeBron James is the GOAT, and it didn't change for me because of last night. I already Thank thought you. that. This dude has the most diverse catalog and in re, in re, resume ever. Look, he's the youngest to ever score 1,000 all the way up to 38,000. He's the oldest to average 30. Four rings. Uh, uh, four rings with three teams, four finals MVPs, the, the only player in history to ever do that. I mean, look, from day one in October 2003, when he stepped on the court, he was expected to be the guy. There's never been a guy this good for this long. His consistency is extraterrestrial. And look, I'm going to say this. Let's say LeBron ends with 45,000 points. You would, have to, you would have to average 30 points a game for 72 games for 20 seasons and then, quote-unquote, only end up with 43,000. He's going to push this into 
you can't break a category. So look, this is not a knock on oh, Michael yeah. Jordan or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but LeBron James is my personal goat. Tinsley, did I not hear you on SportsCenter last week on February 3? Yeah, we've Jordan never seen Day? a guy like that with Michael Jordan, but we've never seen a guy like this with LeBron James. Okay, Harry Lyles Jr. now on the debate. I have avoided having to answer this question for three years since I have been in this company, and today I'm going to take LeBron James. Uh, look, the Woo-hoo! thing that with, kind of comes to this discussion, I think it, people like to think that it's linear, right? It's championships, and Michael Jordan has six, and LeBron's got four. It's not that easy to me. I think when you look at Michael and you look at LeBron, it's whose story do you like better? And it's hard to pick one, obviously. When you look at Michael, he is the killer. He is the person that has the resume, six championships, never seen a championship that he did not win. Um, And he also has the cultural aspect of it. We have not seen and probably won't see another player that's going to have the cultural impact that Michael Jordan has had, not just in sports, but in pop culture as well. But with LeBron James, the thing that stuck out to me about breaking last night's record is we as one of the biggest criticisms, I'm sorry, of him has always been he's not he doesn't have that killer instinct. He's not a scorer first. And people criticize him, criticize him, criticize him for that. And he's got the scoring record now. He's also somehow top 10 in threes. He's also fourth in assists. So to me, when we talk about the greatest basketball player that there has ever been, LeBron James has done it for the best amount in his era and for the longest amount of time and he's still going. So to me, I'm going to take LeBron. Break, Isola's got more eye rolls, and LeBron's got finger rolls right now. Back in, Ice. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm with the new boy band, Prisoners of the Moment. I mean, guys. All right, yes. Oh, you didn't think of him as a scorer. You all tell me score. Unbelievable. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. And play along, because Michael Jordan never had to play in a Game 7 of an NBA Finals. Who are you taking in a Game 7 of the NBA Finals? You know you have to win it. Come on now, guys. There's one player. You're, you're, you're one bringing up a specific game. From Brooklyn, specific Michael instance. Jordan. We're saying best player ever. Of course, Michael I'd Jordan. Take, I'd, I'd, take take Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'd take Kobe Bryant. But we're, taking the, we're talking about game. an entire career. Yeah, okay. Frank, Give me Cam you, had, you were just seething as we sat down. There's no way Michael Jordan loses that game last night. That's what you were saying right before we sat down. Expand on that. Well, and that's the thing. You look at these unbelievable Michael Jordan moments. You look at the double nickel that he had at Madison Square Garden. He didn't even take the game-winning shot. He Madison passed the ball to Bill Wennington. He finds a way. And, Le- and a game that they needed, and again, LeBron is unbelievable. He scored two points in the fourth quarter. They needed to close that. They needed that game last night. Let's Last remember that, too. Last word, Frank, yeah. Bill Frank, knows I'm right. Last night, was about, last night was all about LeBron. The players were, were all distracted. They were Throwing the ball to the passing the ball to LeBron. It was about LeBron. Were he they? was exhausted. Like they were unhappy. It was, it was, I want to ask you about was, that. Let's talk about the play he got the record, Plashke. All right. Thomas Bryant was calling for the ball. <laughs> love <laughs> the onions on him there. I love it. And Anthony Davis's reaction or lack thereof has been noticed by many. LeBron and Davis shared a moment on the bench afterwards. It seems to suggest LeBron knew why and something was up there. There has been a little awkward vibe in the locker room. And LeBron's personal success versus the team struggle and loss last night has been, you know, just that a little bit here. So, Plashke, how'd you see it all? Yeah, I thought the AD thing looked really bad. He wasn't, we didn't see the clip of it until after the press conference, so we didn't get to ask him about it. So I'm sure he'll have an explanation, but it looks really bad. It looks like, I thought it looked bad too when LeBron made the winning shot, made the big shot. He stalked off with his hands in the air. His teammates didn't join him. He was like a celebration of LeBron not of the Lakers, not of the team, and I thought that was a little bit odd. And I think it's, it shows the Lakers are pretty much 
a dysfunctional mess. But it is a personal record, right? Harry Lyles Jr., it's not a Lakers team record. This is a personal record. But still, it'd be nice if his teammates celebrated with him, Mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. I think the thing that to me that stuck out was not necessarily the clip that we just showed, but it was another one where LeBron was saying, hey, I love you. And then he said those validating I know words to Anthony Davis as if, hey, I understand you're upset about something. We don't know what that is. I don't know that we'll find out. But clearly he was bothered by either the game, something a coach, something a player said to him. But to me, I would like to think if I was Anthony Davis, I would realize I'm getting ready to watch history that most other people are not going to see. And most people watch through their phone in that arena. So you would like to hope that a guy would actually be a little bit more aware than that. Tinsley. Yeah, he was asked after the game, like, what needs to change? And he was like, win games. Simple. So he could just be annoyed with the way this season is going. And honestly, deservedly so. I think a lot of people feel like that. But so I, I can't speculate what's going on in Anthony Davis's mind. But as everybody said, that's just not a good look, especially being, being LeBron and especially knowing what LeBron has meant to his career. And we, we, we played the clip of LeBron saying, I love you. And there's Stan Van Gundy all but pleading Anthony Davis to get involved. And he, he, he just wasn't visible last night. It wasn't like LeBron was chucking up shots. He was 13 of 20, not 14 of 41. Frank mm-hmm. Solo. Uh, Bill Plaschke with the greatest Freudian slip. He said the game-winning shot. No, it wasn't a game-winning <laughs> shot. It was one that broke a record. It was an individual record. And maybe, just maybe, Anthony myself, Davis Frank. thought they're going to play out. Maybe Anthony Davis thought we're going to play out the third quarter, the last 10 seconds, and then we'll play the fourth quarter. We'll try to win the game we need to win, and then we'll celebrate. Why are we stopping right now and celebrate? Clearly it interrupted LeBron. He was on his way to 50 points. He scored 38. So what is it about winning? It's an unbelievable accomplishment. Again, they should have waited until after the game. Maybe that's what Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis were thinking. We'll do this at the end of the game. Frank, you mean you don't think they should have stopped the game for it? All-time leading no. score. You don't think they should have stopped? They stopped the game when Kareem no. did it. They did. They absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 I thought maybe back in 1984 they wouldn't do it. They stopped the game with seven minutes. Last we'll night was nine minutes. Jordan. It was a moment. All right. Come on, Frank. Something Tinsley said Full earlier sport. I want to get to here. How far away can LeBron put this record? Because that's, that's going to be fascinating. He could play a few more years. Last night with Shaq, he talked about the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I can play a couple more years. It's just, it's all about my mind. You know, if my mind is still into it, if I'm still motivated to go out and try to compete for championships, because I feel like that's what I can still uh, do for it. For any group of guys, for any franchise, I can go out there and still help win multiple championships or win huh? a championship. For any franchise, Plashki. What's that face? That tells you, that, that's terror. I was very disappointed <laughs> in that, but not surprised. I think LeBron is going to ask out this summer. He's upset with the front office. The front office is upset with him. I think he doesn't like the direction of the team he built. He built this mess, and now he's going to want to leave it. I think this summer he could be gone. Right, guy Sola? Well, he, they also won a championship there, so, you know, he built that too. You know, I'm all ticked off because everyone's talking about Mike, that he's better than Michael Jordan, you know, Brooklyn-born Michael Jordan. He breaks Kareem's record, Powell Memorial High School in Manhattan. We know where LeBron's going to end up. What can really add to his legacy at this point? He comes to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh, Fred, you've got to dock him for that, Tony. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, thank way. you. Tins. He's going the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, one thing we know about LeBron James, amongst many things, he's a basketball mercenary. He'll go to a different team. He'll bring you a title, and you deal with the results from there. We all hear the talk about LeBron and the front office and the rumors that are coming out of there. This relationship feels way more in the rear view than it does in uh, out the dashboard. It feels like it's over, but I can't say that it's over just yet. But he's planting the seeds. 
Got to appreciate LeBron as somebody who knows not to overstay his welcome because it does seem like he might be on his way out at some point. <laughs> Look, I do think that if he ends up in a situation where he does not have to be the focal point, that only extends his career. And it does yeah. not look like he's slowing down necessarily anytime soon. Certainly he's not the same 25-year-old, but obviously still a top 10 player at worst, right, in the NBA. Back. Tony, after a night when LeBron scores all those points, I got three points. I was there. I got three points. LeBron has 38,000 something points. Uh, Go to Charlotte. Man. Play for Michael Jordan. Come on, man. How about that for, for LeBron? Taking a break. Buy or sell on the other side. Shush, Frank. Tell Frank this is shush. Recency bias by prisoners of the moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Kyrie Irving's debut with the Mavericks tonight versus the Clippers. Here was Kyrie yesterday at practice. Um, and there were times throughout this process when I was in Brooklyn where I felt very disrespected and my talent I work extremely hard at what I do. No one ever talks about my work ethic, though. Everyone talks about what I'm doing off the floor. Frank Isola. Well, Plasky got his moment yesterday with LeBron getting the all-time record. Now, this is a moment for you, Frank. Please, the floor is yours. And it's interesting that he's going to play his first game for the Mavericks on the same court that LeBron broke the record. Think about where the careers have gone since Kyrie broke up with LeBron James. You know, he talks about his work ethic. This is from a guy that missed 142 out of a possible 299 games with the Brooklyn Nets. And we know what disrespected means. That's a money thing. Kyrie played great for two months. He went to the Brooklyn Nets and said, all right, I gave that apology a couple of months ago. I've been playing hard. Give me my money. And they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. We know you've been great, but what about the previous three years? What happened? All you did was miss games. So to say disrespected, he's being disingenuous right Justin now. Tinsley. Yeah, people talk a lot about his work ethic, just not in the way that he wants them to talk about it. But honestly, I think this was probably the most transparent thing that Kyrie has said in quite some time. We don't have to decipher tweets or Instagram captions. He, he spoke his truth. So, honestly, I appreciate it, even if I don't fully agree with Mary it. Mary Lyles? Yeah, the thing that stuck out to me here is he said, well, we don't talk about his work ethic enough. And Kyrie, you are one of the most skilled point guards to ever touch a basketball. You're giving us every reason to talk about everything else except for that. 
hopefully he changes that, but his track record hasn't shown as much yet, so we'll see. Frank, one correction, he's not playing on the same court as LeBron. He's playing the Clippers. They change courts at Crypto.com. So he's not playing on the same court as LeBron. Right, Just a little bit of guys, little bas <laughs> little basketball fact for Frank. That's all I want to say. And also the fact that Kyrie played in 48% of the games with the Nets. He disrespected basketball more than the Nets could ever disrespect him. Shameful. Can you change it tonight with Dallas? What are your expectations with this new team and tonight specifically, Frank? Oh, he's been, like I said, he's been unbelievable the last two months. Luke is not going to be there. Kyrie's going to want to stick it to the Nets, especially the day before the trade deadline. I think he's going to have a big time. So you, you're calling out a 40-point game here, too, it sounds like? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going 40 and maybe like eight or six. He's going to play well because he knows the contract is at the end of this, and that's what he wants. We'll move on. Buy we'll or come. sell to Gino and on Staley. If you want to bring Lou in see the bruises on her body it's just it's it's just appalling what the what teams do to her now you know and it's not it's it's not basketball anymore when you say it's not basketball uh, when you say your players you know has bruises on on her body our entire post players if we unclothed them you would see the bruises we play in the SEC and that's how we play and we're not going to change it who are you buying? Who are you selling, Harry Lyles? I'm selling Gino here. Look, you know, one of the things that Don Staley had said in addition to the, what we just heard was that all great teams eventually have to pivot, including her own team. They pivoted, and now they have been better than UConn for the past few years. And so now we're at a point where either Gino and UConn pivot, and they still stay relevant and stay as one of the best teams in women's college basketball, or we watch their demise, and we might end up seeing that. But the other part of this to me is if you're Gino, you can't say it's not basketball because you're getting a little bit too close to the coded language that Don Staley has said that has been said upon her team, and you don't want to be that. Go Plasky. I can't sell Gino enough here. The women's game is changing, and he's not accepting that change. The women's game has more physicality, more defense, more rebounding. The women's game is all about South Carolina, not Connecticut. It's about their style of play, and he's not used to that style of play. He's not recruiting that style of play, and he's getting beat for it. He, he needs to change. Is it that macro? Or, I mean, is it about the entirety of the brand of basketball and college and, and women's, or is it just a micro in this one game, Frank Isola? I don't think there's anything wrong with what Chino said. If you go back to the Halcyon days of the ACC, Mike Krzyzewski and Dean Smith used to do this all the time. Here are two of the top coaches at the top programs whining all the time that they're not getting calls and things of that nature. This, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Let them go back and forth. It's actually good for the sport. I'm buying that Gino needs to cry me a river, build a bridge, and get over it. I mean, come on, bro. Don Staley is one of the great and true leaders in all of coaching and, and at any level for a lot of reasons. But one, because she picked, she sticks up for her players because she knows what microaggressions look like. Plus, also, okay, Gino, isn't Gino like sticking up for his players here as well? I mean, that, that's yeah, precisely but, what he's doing. Happening. But in, that's exactly what he's doing. Go ahead, Justin. No, yeah, I think he's sticking up for his players, but he's also using language that he knows can get under people's skin. And also, the game was physical, yes, but the fouls were 23 to 21 in UConn's favor. And those 21 fouls on USC were the most they've had all season. So it was a physical game all around that was called both ways. Brought that into the conversation there, Tinsley. Well done. Go Plasky, Frank Isola. I think you guys have something to settle between the two of I you. I should have felt like LeBron James. I feel like Thomas Bryant now. <laughs> <laughs> Lyle Stinsley, show that next.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Cam Thomas Show Part 3. Are we talking about all-time scores? Yes, we are. 40-plus again. He's averaging 45 since the Urban trade demand. Nets are 1-2. and two. Harry, how real is this? Do the Nets find themselves a star? Do teams need to start game planning for him? I do think teams need to switch up their defensive game plan for him because if they don't, and I saw this from StatMuse, if he continues to score 40 points per game, he will pass Kareem in 11 seasons. Yes, they have to change it up. <laughs> Kevin Durant has been telling us for a long time Cam Thomas is a hooper. I'm not saying that he's a star, but he is definitely a player that that team can build around. And also, uh, Kevin Durant loves him. And he can put the ball in the basket. I, I don't want to see teams not about Durant. I'll game give run. you the point right there. Anthony Davis looking forward to sitting on the bench when Cam Thomas breaks uh, LeBron's record. We'll move on. Derek Carr meeting with the Saints. Justin, could that be the best fit for this quarterback looking for a team? The Saints have five different quarterbacks over the last two years, and that ties them with the Bears. If you're tied with the Bears and anything bad quarterback worthy, you desperately need somebody. So if it's not Rodgers, they better pray it's Derek Carr. I think it's a good fit, but I think the Jets would be better, one, because the Saints, like how many times can you cheat the salary cap? And two, the Jets have some of the best young pieces in the NFL. If they had a leader like Derek Carr, I think that would be the perfect situation for him. Split the points. We'll move on. Showdown three. I've waited all show for this story. My favorite. Oklahoma boys high school hoops. It was Weatherford versus Anadarko. We're, wa- we're showing every single highlight here because there was no shot clock. And the final score was 4-2. to 4-2. Two. To two. Harry, your takeaway. That we need a shot clock. This is an abomination. I went to a high school basketball game last week, got to watch my alma mater, Walton, take on Wheeler and the top player in the country, Isaiah Collier. If I was sitting through a quarter of this, I would have yeah. left. There were as many field goal attempts as timeouts, but Bob Ryan, look at me. Look at me, Bob Ryan. There were four three-pointers attempted in this game. <laughs> Getting back to the way the game is supposed to be no, played, baby. No, no, don't say it. Don't <laughs> say it. I mean, there were some four quarters. I think you saw that in, in the highlights there. Not a bad strategy. Uh, Weatherford was 18-1. You try to slow down the game if you're at a Darko. But come on now, Harry Lyles Jr., take your face time. You earned it today. 
I am urging everybody, please. We saw the picture last night of everybody with their phones up like this, taking the video of LeBron, getting the scoring record. There's nothing wrong with that. However, I implore all of you, whether you are at a sporting event, you're at a concert, try to enjoy the moment. There's no better way to show somebody or describe where you were than to tell them about it, how it made you feel, who you were with. So next time you're at a concert, maybe think twice if you're at a sporting event. Sure, take your pictures, but again, enjoy it. You'll be able to tell everybody how it went and you will be able to remember it and cherish it so much more than you would any other way. Right, guys? Well, I think you knew where Harry, I, you I forgot to hit record. Can you move say that again? You want to capture the moment is what I you want to do. What? Can you say that again, Harry? I forgot to hit record. We're on a 23 and a half hour break. Don't move. That's good. We'll see you tomorrow around the horn. That's good. That's good.